<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Driveway Liberty Podcast. And y'all are fucking up. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. I am sitting here at the uh, the anointed table, the round table. The don't tread on me table. The don't tread on me table with my good buddy, Dan Matichero. What's going on, Dan? What's up, Wes? Man, I ain't even got a beer. I'm scared to drink. I'm scared I might go off the rails. Well, you know, it's funny because we, we were, we had a couple of uh, roadblocks, mental roadblocks uh, on the way in today. Yeah. We did grab some uh, some buffet food and uh, work that out, but I think it just made us more tired. But <clears throat> Man, yeah, I, I wanted a nap pretty bad. But from not getting much sleep last night to black pilled to the shit that is coming out today and yesterday, man, it is. I got to tell you, folks, it's tough to come at you from an enthusiastic point of view. It is. We're trying, but it's it's tough. It's tough. We 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 talked last week, um, and I think the title of our show was. Um, America, America has, fallen. has fallen. Yeah, and I think there's some sad news that we may have gotten confirmation this this week. No, we it may have. <laughs> hell, I think we have gotten confirmation. It's uh, absolutely ridiculous. Well, it's crazy. So, it, more than likely, all of you know that at this time that um, some charges came down uh, against uh, Hunter Biden. And uh, he pled out, basically. They gave him a little sweetheart uh, deal. Man, he, yeah. I think so they, sweetheart is an understatement from hell. So just to clarify, they've been investigating him for five years. Yeah. They, five years. And all the shit they have on the laptop, we've just seen a smidgen of it. But Well, it's, it, that's not even in this. So they're saying... But they've reached a plea agreement on the two years of not paying taxes, right? Tax evasion, and then one gun crime, which is a federal crime. Yeah. So under the proposal, which still has to be approved by a federal judge, but I don't think that's going to be uh, a roadblock in any way, shape, or form. Right. So he's going to get two years probation, and. The deal in regards to the to the gun violation, he has to go through this program, uh, which basically, instead of him being a um, felon on a gun crime, he's being treated as an addict. Which apparently, I I thought he was cured of all that. I thought his like painting stuff. Yeah, I he's no longer that, yeah, an addict. Yeah, but, he's painting, man. He's it's his that's his outlet. That's how, that's how he's a coping. With life now is by painting, so and collecting millions of dollars for prints of those paintings. Yes. But anyway, so I guess he's got to go through this program, and then once he's done with this program, the gun charges dropped. Yeah. So there's, he's not going to be a convicted felon. He's not going to. He's going to be able to legally purchase a gun right. in the future, which is funny, given the Biden administration's stance on guns. <laughs> If if they didn't, if this wasn't 
Biden's son, mm-hmm. or it wasn't a protected person in the circle, and that circle can be whatever you envision it to be. The Biden family circle, the Democrat party circle, the elite circle. Let's put this in perspective real quick. All right. So Biden, a known crackhead. No. Absolutely. Video of him smoking. Proven. 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 Drug addict. State of Florida, and I assume it's very similar to other states that have medical marijuana cards. If you have a medical marijuana card. Technically. Technically, and you disclose that when you fill out your gun application for a concealed carry permit, you will be denied. Yes. Now, that's not denying you a right to purchase a firearm, but it is denying you a right to carry that firearm in a concealed manner. So now our new law has is, is kind of changed that a little bit, but still up until next month, that's the current law of the books. So a known crack addict, and I would venture to say from what I've known playing music most of my life and the potheads that I've met, crackheads have a propensity for being a hell of a lot more violent than potheads. Mm. Potheads just want to sit around and eat Doritos and get some Taco Bell. Crackheads want to steal shit to get more crack, and they will do anything. And I do mean anything. I bought a $5,000 Harley Davidson from a crackhead one time, title in hand, for $500 because he wanted some crack. So that... I mean, you know, it's it's ridiculous. I've seen crackheads steal cars from car dealerships. They worked there selling cars and just went and sold the car for cash in the ghetto and then for like a grand, like a $20,000 car for $1,000 so they could buy crack. So they can get their fix. Yeah. Crack's a, it's a terrible drug, man. So to be clear, the law he violated – was he lied on the purchasing form that everyone has to fill out when you buy a gun. Mm. So if you would if you would ask anybody who's been convicted of a similar crime or the Biden administration or any Democrat who's pro gun laws, that is that is pretty close to as, as serious as it gets. You lied to get a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is, I mean, if we're trying to prevent gun crimes, this is the, these are the safe, these are the safeties in place. Yes. This is what they, this is what they're selling us Mm -hmm. that is going to limit and help prevent school shootings, mass shootings. Yeah. Yet, they have the chance to prosecute somebody for doing just that. A high profile prosecution. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Think of the impact it would have if they threw the book sure, at Sure, absolutely. That would say, you know what, the gun laws we have in place are so important that we we can't even let the president's son get off of here. So look, we're going to use the gun laws in place and stop worrying about new gun laws. <laughs> yeah, except Except they're Except not fucking not. using them. <laughs> we're not. And, I mean, this and is. I, and a, I know we didn't start out with this to be a Second Amendment debate or conversation, but that is a big part of this. I mean, if we're going to be intellectually honest 
about what they are they are going to be intellectually honest about what they're talking about and what they're trying to propagate in this world to make it a better world in their idea in their eyes this would have been a prime example and a prime way to show that we are for in fact a better world and we think that taking these guns and prosecuting this guy to the fullest extent sets a prime example of how we believe in that shit which they did not no because they don't believe that nope they just use this as a method of control people control people they don't like yes that's pretty much it so the so we've got obviously hopefully hopefully there's some light at the end of the tunnel with this thing and it's not a train that this example, this high-profile example of complete and absolute hypocrisy, hierarchy, two-tier justice, wakes some people up. Uh, man, I'm not saying if you if you're following the socials like we tend to. Yeah, uh, it's really not. It's brought out some amazing excuse makers. Like, I, I had one high-profile leftist supporter of the Biden administration say, well, Hunter cooperated. Trump is not. I can't understand why you can't see the difference. Right. This is a person with, like, multi-million followers who is usually at the top of the list whenever something that Biden or a prominent Democrat puts on Twitter their comments are always like first. Yeah. So the algorithm puts them up top because they have so many followers. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's their answer. So I don't know about you, but it seems like Trump cooperated. He turned himself in both times. Yeah, he sure did. And um, But we know <laughs> it's not about this. It's not about fair play. It's not about... And this is why we say America has fallen. Because there's two separate set of rules. And their set of rules are meant to squash you and your opinions if you dis- differ from them. And to to get their will imposed on others. That's it. That's the only rule they have. Is to grab that power and impose their will on others. And any by any means necessary. Yep. So let, let's kind of switch gears and look at the other side of the coin. So whether you are uh, pro-Trump or not pro-Trump, if you look at the way he's been treated in the legal world, um, you, you can see the huge glaring difference between the two it's it's get trump at all costs damn the rules damn the laws we're gonna we're going to put this guy away and and we were talking about this on the way over right that um you're 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 talking about a person they see as not only an an opponent a political opponent Mm -hmm. but a true enemy of the state yeah and when I say state, I mean they them the cabal. Yeah, the the administrative 
government group, the state, whatever that state is, um, whatever you want to call it. And you said cabal. I mean, that's probably a pretty good word for it. It describes it well. Yeah. So whoop, we got some stuff falling over here <laughs> in our new studio, but uh, don't worry about the background noises. Yeah. So I mean, they're not cars and kids riding scooters in the background. Like that's true. Oh, that's true. Our lawnmower or uh, driveway blower. Right. So no jail time for Hunter, but does anybody truly believe that Trump is not going to go to jail? No, that dude's going to jail and it's on purpose. And they're going, what they're going to do is get him out of the way because he's the big Satan in their eyes. But they already see that path coming to fruition mm-hmm. and you can absolutely see them starting to escalate their attacks against DeSantis. Yeah. So that we were talking about this, this is like their. All right. Ultimately, I think what they want to do is time the prosecution. Prosecution. They want to time the conviction of Trump so that it is knee deep or at election time. Right. So that they can have a candidate who's a convicted felon be the GOP nominee. Yeah. So imagine the narrative behind that. So think about this. You've got. You've got you had the election in 2020 that was close enough for them to be able to pick out six states to manipulate the ballots in those six states to be able to shift votes to cause the difference in the election. Right. Or that it was a legitimate election. It's one of the two things. One or the right? other. So, let's just let's either way it plays. This this situation plays out whether you believe it was a a free and fair election or it was a stolen election so what needs to happen for trump to win in 2024 is those independent voters which is the group that changed from 2016 to 2020 right which narrowed that gap so a bunch of people Call it what you want. Those people who say the election was legit, their answer is people voted against Trump. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say that's true. So now in 2024, you're going to expect the people who voted against Trump to change their mind now that he's a convicted felon? Yeah. How does that work? Uh, man, I... I, I, Listen, I voted for Trump twice. And I've been a very strong supporter of Trump. The only issue I have with Trump is the whole COVID last year. Other than that, I, I, it was great. And, and if he was the nominee again, I'd vote for him. Well, I'm definitely not voting for Biden. Right. Um, and most conservatives will not. But it was like we were talking about today. If they these blue states are more likely will pass voter laws. And you may have just said this. I no, apologize. I didn't. I was. Yeah, you're, you're, go ahead. I was going to um, say it. But. I, I was. I had a work email. I had to <laughs> take care of. But the. But they're going to pass more than likely pass voter voter laws in these blue states and change the rules where we we're not going to allow 
convicted felons on the ballot or the parties themselves because I don't I mean the there's a lot of Republicans that don't want Trump as a nominee in, in the within the the organization uh, the GOP and, and they're going to either change those rules where convicted felons can't be the nominee in our party or the blue states themselves are going to do that yeah but I think what I think is going to happen is the timing of this, you're going to have Trump's definitely going to be found guilty on the Manhattan charge. Sure, there's no ifs ands or buts. You got a dirty prosecutor. You got a a jury pool that maybe 12 percent of them voted for Trump. He's 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 not going to win there. He's toast. You can make all the legal arguments you want, but Trump's going to be convicted by a jury in Manhattan. He's done. Yeah. Now he might have some uh, potential out in Miami because the you know the the federal charge of the well he appointed that judge too did he not yes but that that doesn't mean anything i mean i don't think i don't think the judge is going to throw it out right no I think no, it'll no no play yeah. out i think it's a political pot, hot potato he has to hear at least correct so now you time it to where trump and one way, shape, or form uh, is convicted. So mm-hmm. now you got a convicted felon. So what you just pointed out, there's going to be several blue states mm-hmm. that I predict that are going to enact laws that will not allow a convicted felon on their state's ballot. Right. So let's say Trump, the timing of this is Trump wins the nomination. Right. He's also a convicted felon. Maybe he's on house arrest. Maybe he's in jail. Mm-hmm. probation, whatever. I, I don't think they're going to slap him on the wrist. I think they're going to either throw if, him in jail or put him on house arrest. I think if he is convicted, which obviously we think in Manhattan is is definitely going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think, so Republicans, when somebody screws up in the Republican Party, they typically distance themselves from them. Yes. So I I. I, I I don't really see a path to him being the nominee if he is convicted. Well, if, not only that, but if he is the nominee, I don't see any shot in hell of win, him winning the election. No, absolutely not, especially if he's pulled off the ballot in blue states or swing states, for that matter, yeah, where and the legislature And it won't take that many states. New York and California take him off the ballot. Yeah. He's going to lose those states anyway. But all you got to do is find a couple of Minnesota – yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Wisconsin. Uh, the the close states. That I mean, the ones Georgia. Yeah, you call them purple states. Arizona. Yeah, and there's a. They take him off the ballot. He's, if, he's done. They take him off the ballot. He's done. Mm-hmm. But I think even if he's a convicted felon, you're not going to turn any of those voters back who voted against him before, not for Joe Biden, but against him. Yeah. I honestly think there's no shot for him to win. I don't either. All right. Now, so with let- that being said, the Republican Party is shitting in their own flat hat by bashing DeSantis. Absolutely. And it, you know what? If he's the next best thing to your Trump, which I personally be- think he's better, but that's just my opinion, and that's not a hidden opinion. All right. Before we talk about DeSantis, let's talk about the options. Okay. All right. So, are you talking about the other candidates? No. All right. No, I'm talking about the future of our country. 
Oh, man, it's screwed. We're done. So how do we turn this around? How can America be saved? Short of violence. I, man, I, I don't know. Okay. That's the problem. Let me present you with an option. And I definitely don't want to advocate violence. If, if we lose in 2024, is it going to go further in the wrong direction or in the right direction? If we lose. If we lose in 2024. Oh, it's going, it's going on down the toilet. Oh, yeah. Because that's, be, that's going to be a mandate. They're going to act like it's a mandate, and they're going to pull. They're going to put their foot down on the gas 100%, and you're going to go – even it's going to be even farther and bloodier than it has been. This no, year. they're going to they're going to take that as a sanction to their policies. Yeah, mandate and say or say there's nothing these people can do to us. We're going to do what we want to do, full bore, pedal to the metal. We're fucking balls to the wall on this whole deal. We're we're going to go ahead and crash this thing. Okay, I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. All right. So how do we stop that from happening? We have to win in 2024, right? You have That's to. the only way because all this power that you're seeing being wielded right now is coming from the executive branch. Yeah. We have the we have the, the House. Yeah. They have the Senate. Congress is split. But they don't have full power to be able to do whatever they want. They're using the administrative state to do these things. Yeah. They got the IRS out there taking forms out of gun shops. Mm-hmm. Why would the IRS want a form that has no financial information on it? Because they want to know who. Yeah. So they're using the executive branch. So if we don't take power in the executive branch, that's the only way to stop this is us taking power in the executive branch. Because if nothing else, we can put our people in place. So that this stuff at least slows down. I don't know, man. The bureaucracy is such. I mean, we see what happened with the bureaucracy when Trump was in office. He controlled the executive branch, but those that worked under him in the executive branch basically screwed him. But you can make an argument that these type of things that are happening now didn't happen when Trump was in charge of the IRS. The groundwork was laid, though. Sure. But, but yeah, yes, yeah. I but agree, if you I have agree. control, or like if if anybody, whoever it was, was in control over the ex- executive branch, and the Department of Justice did something like this, that AG be fired. Sure, you would think, you would hope. Well, you'd have somebody in there probably. You'd hope you'd have somebody in there appointed that wouldn't let something like this happen. FBI director, the same thing. Well, Trump's own AG, one of his AGs is just bashing the shit out of him right now. Yeah, but we're not talking about Trump. Remember, he can't win. Okay, fair enough. This is past Trump. This is, we have to win in 2024, and it can't be Trump because he's not going to win. Right. We've already had that debate. So now we're at who's the viable candidate that can win if you take Trump out of the picture. I mean, right now it's DeSantis. Okay. But so they are, they're coming after him guns and blazes sure. now. That, that is. to drag him down and make him the next great Satan. Would you expect anything else? No, absolutely not. No, because that's what they do. It wouldn't matter who it was. Look what they did to Mitt Romney when he was the, the nominee. I mean, it does, even people that are partially on their side, they still destroy mm-hmm. leading up to the, to the general election. Yep. 
So now you got DeSantis. Let's just say DeSantis is, and and I think if everybody's honest, the only viable candidates to win the the Republican primary are Trump and DeSantis. Right. All right. If Trump wins the primary and he's a convicted felon, we're screwed. Yeah. We believe that he's going to be a convicted felon because it's a long shot for him not to be. Yeah. So the only viable option is DeSantis getting control of the executive branch. Now, there's going to be people out there that argue about DeSantis' voting record in Congress, et cetera. Right. And we talked about this earlier. A couple things. Number one, and you mentioned this, Wes, that people can change over time. Yes, they can. You've changed. I've trained, changed drastically right. about my political ideals. So DeSantis in Congress was a completely different person than DeSantis when he had power. So you can make an argument that you're one of 435 members of Congress and okay, you vote, but you, you have your vote. Especially doesn't. when you're a freshman and you're, you're only, I mean, cause what he served two terms. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, he was a young, if, I mean, obviously, first term he was a freshman, second year basically a sophomore, mm-hmm. and he's walking in the door thinking he needs to do what his party's telling him to do, which is the the absolute pressure when you go there. Sure, absolutely, it is. They expect you to play ball. If you want to become more successful in Congress, you have to do what the management wants you to do. So then he gets elected governor. Of the state of Florida. Right. Now where he has power to enact things, he's got a, a majority in both branches of the of the Florida State House and Senate. Right. So what does he do? He puts laws, legislation in place to help better the state of Florida. Yeah. To They're both offensive and defensive laws. Sure. In the midst of the shitstorm that Biden is throwing at everybody, right? He's he, he's making so now Florida great. And let's just say he becomes the nominee from the Republican Party. Well, if he does, you're going to see more headlines like this from um, Ron DeSantis blasts Biden for being out of touch amid reports that DeSantis and his wife flew on a donor-funded jet. So. I bet if we read that article, it wouldn't be as damning damning on DeSantis. Yeah, who, who gives uh, a shit, right? <laughs> um, Biden never flew on. There was another else's article jet. on this same somewhere. Let me see if I can find it. Where they were trying to tie the Bud Light boycotts to a DeSantis loss because Mexican beer was growing in popularity. I mean, it, I mean the stupid. And the thing is, is people will read this shit. I, I don't know. We were we were talking about this, and we we're basically what we we're doing on the drive over was trying to get each other out of the black pilled funk we were in on the way over because just day after day. The shitstorm comes. Well, it, it, to me, it's all right. So you look at those around you, and you 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 try to discern if they're seeing the same things you are. 
And if they are willing to make the commitment that you are to make to enacting positive change for things around here. And I can, man, I'm looking like right here in this very county around and I'm not seeing it. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I think I told you coming up here, I had a professor in college who was a, he was a communist and he, he told you he was a communist. He married a Chinese national and he, when he wasn't at the college teaching, every break he was in China. And he loved communism, and he thought that was the best thing. Genuinely thought, in in a loving way, really, because he was a nice guy, that communism was the best thing for this world. Absolutely, did that, and I and I, I could never fathom why he felt that way. Well, once you kill everybody who doesn't like communism, then it's great. Yeah, sure, absolutely. <laughs> so, so or, or anybody who who disagrees with anything the Communist Party does. But I went to him one day, and I knocked on his door, and I'm not going to call his name. I don't even know if he's still living at this point. I think, I'm sure he's retired. Dr. Klein, that was his name. He's from Texas. He went to uh, Texas, University of Texas at Austin, believe it or not, in Austin. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> so, I, you know, but he was older. This was before Austin had turned into the weird place it is now. And I asked him, I was like, Dr. Klein, man, I really am interested in, and understanding why you feel the way you do about things. Why are you a communist? And he referred me to some book, which here, it pissed me off, actually. I'm like, just tell me why you feel this way. Why do you t take 10 minutes and explain to me why you feel like this is the best thing for society? Don't refer me to some book. But the same questions I have in my mind about why this guy feels this way and how can he legitimately feel like capitalism and uh, I'm not going to use the word democracy, but a Republican form of government with, with democratic rule and allowing people to be individuals and do things without the oppressive nature of government standing over them with a bat. I, I, I truly could not fathom or understand that. But I'm looking at people who call themselves Republicans right now that I'm friends with in this county. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking those same questions. How do you feel? Why do you feel it's proper to, for the county to start charging business license fees? Because that's what those are. You know? Why do you think that's a good thing? Why do you think it's a good thing to tell somebody else through government, you do it through an HOA or a local county, neighborhood cooperative or something else, that's one thing. But through an HOA, telling them what they can and cannot do with their private property that they bought and paid for, I cannot understand that. I do not understand why somebody... Oh well, because they, you know, they're bringing these tours down here, and we're we've got too much traffic. Well, yeah, I get that. Well, how's a business but license going to change? That? How's a business license going to change that? And how? What good is it going to do for me to ask government to enforce certain new rules on these individuals who bought this property without those rules in place? Why do you think that's a good thing? Yes, it sucks that we have to sit in traffic. I hate traffic as much as the next guy. But I don't feel like it's my place to tell somebody else what to do with their own 
honestly, ethically purchased piece of property. What what confuses me is those same people who want the government to get involved in those things are the same people that outwardly criticize the government for the things they're doing now. Yeah. It, and, and all they do is constantly complain about what the government does, and yet they turn around and ask the government, the same people who they think and have verbalized as idiots, <laughs> yes, and, and, and ask them to do something else. That yeah. is just Add that's, more power to them. That is the definition of insanity, insanity to me. We're up against a break right now. We're going to take a little quick one. We'll be right back with beer reviews. Hey, is your grill nasty? Is it missing some parts? Do you need a new grill? Well, give Dan the Grill Man a call. He is literally the best grill maintenance company on the Emerald Coast. Literally. Look him up on Facebook.com forward slash fresh and clean grill. That's Dan the Grill Man. Literally the best. Hey guys, welcome back to the cast. It is time for Beer Beer Reviews. All right. (laughs) It's funny. We we needed some levity, so we went back and watched the intro to the Dude's Dude's Drinking drinking Whiskey (laughs) Cast to Farewell of Travis. Yeah, man, we were, we're so, like two minutes in laughing. So black pilled, dude. We are uh, we're actually going to do this beer review and call it a day on this cast. <laughs> so what you got, Daniel? Well, I'm drinking a beer from Urban South Brewery, which is out of New Orleans. Right. It's called Paradise Park. So it's a 4.5 ABV, and it's it's similar to your kind of beach blonde type. Yeah. Uh, it, it tastes like a kind of a light beer. Um, you know, it's an American lager, so it's, 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 it's lighter. It's to me, it's much lighter than most of the beers that I drink. Right. Although it, it tastes pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I probably will never buy it again, <laughs> which is my honest opinion because this type of beer if, if and this thing was like fourteen bucks, yeah, for a six pack, right? So this type of beer, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, it's going to be my flavor profile, which is an amber ale with hoppy kind of drinkable, like an avalanche, right? That's kind of my favorite beer now that a local place has it. <laughs> I drink a shit ton of avalanche, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you like. Um, kind of light beer lighter beers type things you this is a good tasting version of it um it's just not to me worth 14 bucks for a six pack. yeah i paid uh 14 bucks for this six pack as well uh and it, i was actually attracted to the can and this is brewed by emerald republic brewing out of pensacola mm. which i had never heard of until today when i walked when we walked in to buy beers for the show yeah and this is called Luminescent Shores. It's an American lager, which is the same yeah, style. Yeah, the same style of beer, and it, it's light. It's a good. It would be a good beach day beer. Well, you, you you're a Miller Lite type drinker. Yeah, but and- I drink the Miller Lite just because I was dieting, and I just kind of stuck with it. But I'm I'm more of an IPA guy. I like darker beers. Yeah. I like a, a a hoppier profile on my beers, and this is. Doesn't quite fit that, but it's it's very drinkable. Yeah, I mean it's not a bad beer. Um, it's got a, it's a little touch on the sour side compared to 
most loggers. And um, the good thing is, and the reason, the second reason I bought it was because it was only 4.2%. I didn't want to drive all the way back home after having, like last week, where we were drinking, I was drinking like seven and eight ABV beers. Yeah, we had a call in Uber last week. Yeah, man, it was it was kind of rough. And that third, and we had done, we did three casts that day. And by the third one, I'm like, I don't really give a shit about this. I'm, I'm done. Let's uh, let's. I've kept watching the clock, and I'm like, man, I'm just ready to get done with this. And, yeah, but especially with our ass on these chairs. Yeah, man, we've got we definitely need to invest in some more comfy uh, comfy chairs, chairs for uh, for this cast. But <laughs> hey, guys, that's our uh, beer review, and um, you know what? We're going to end this cast. We think we've said all we needed to say about that, and I think you can look forward going forward to shorter audio casts from us a little bit. So if you've stuck out this long, we're sorry you're not getting a full hour. We just, we're reevaluating our content and our content strategy. And if you watch our, watched our live stream last week, you'll understand a little bit more about that. So, and if you didn't, it's on Facebook and YouTube and you can go and see what what kind of our plans are and what we're trying to discern and figure out as we go forward with this because we're at a point three years it's our three-year anniversary mm -hmm. we're at a point to where it's time to share get off the toilet there you go and uh, we want to provide content that people want to listen to or watch and um if we're not doing that then we we're man enough to accept it and we'll do something else like sit in a driveway and drink and film that <laughs> and talk shit to each other and call each other names and tell lies and all of that stuff that dudes do in the driveway, you know? Yeah, well, but that's your beer reviews. There you go. <laughs> so with all of that being said, if you do enjoy the cast, let us know, man, we're kind of hurting for some, from for some squirting no <laughs> well, we <laughs> we're, I mean we need to know that if you're listening to this that you're enjoying it and that's something that that would help yeah. us because we are so black peeled about what's going on in society right now man we've just we're we're where what where Travis was before he quit I think well is. here's the thing is it seems like we're talking about the same stuff every week or yeah. some version of it right? And I guess that's part of the people in power. Because I can remember when I first got red-pilled, when Obama was president. Yeah. Like, it felt like every day was, once I learned <laughs> what was going on, it felt like every day was just the next day of this shit show piling on. Right. So now here we are in a similar administration, and... They're, they're not even freaking trying to hide it anymore. No, man, it's blatant. They don't care. They, they know that nobody's going to do anything. Yeah, and that's the sad part. They know that they can get away with it, and yeah. that's, that really is it, man. And so with that being said, man, we, we appreciate you guys listening to the cast. Um, we are, uh, we, we're having an identity crisis to a degree, I guess you can say. Well, I think a fair way to put it is we're evaluating – like any, like anyone would, you know, you're, you've invested a shit ton of time in something and you had a vision going into it and you evaluate things as you go along. Right. And we're now at three years and we're evaluating the results of what we've seen over the past three years and then the direction we want to go in order to grow those results. Yeah. 
That I mean, that's absolutely right. I mean, we want to grow the show. We we enjoy doing it mm-hmm. for the most part, and we want people to be engaged and 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 also enjoy it because. If we are just going to sit around and, and shoot the shit and nobody cares about it, then we can do that without headphones on and without a mic in front of us. Yeah. Which we have done on numerous occasions. We do every we do fucking just, time we yeah, get together. Just, just about every weekend. <laughs> it's as a literally time. what we do all the time. Yep. <laughs> it's either we go listen to Wes perform, yep, and then yeah. after Wes is done perform, we sit around and shoot the shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or we go to my driveway or Wes's driveway or where to sit around and shoot the shit. Absolutely. And and so, you know, we can do this while you observe or we cannot. We'll be just as happy. <laughs> so, so, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Driveway Liberty Podcast, and we will see you next time on the Driveway Liberty Podcast. <laughs>